we present another episode of your own serial, Castlewick Light. Jeremy is coming to terms with his drink problem by working behind the bar at the Castlewick Light. The vicar's apparent affair with his housekeeper, Rose Perry, has become something of a talking point amongst the locals. But Mary Taggart has even more to tell over breakfast to her mother, Alice Palmer. sugar in it. No thanks, Mum. Honest. You're looking so thin, so tired. You've got great bags under your eyes. I'm not sleeping very well, that's all. What's biting you, dear? Come on, tell your Mum. That's what I'm here for. Oh, I don't know. It's Paul, isn't it? Now, don't say anything against Paul. I wasn't going to. I'm very fond of Paul, as a matter of fact. Nothing I'd like more than to see you two straightened out. It doesn't look very likely at present. Not so long as he goes on living with Carol What's-Her-Name. <laughs> Too much of this sort of thing nowadays. Never was when I was a girl. Look at that vicar, for instance. Geoffrey, what's he done wrong? Him and his housekeeper, that Rose Perry. No better than the rest of us. Well, how did you know about the vicar and Rose? I've got eyes, same as anyone else. I'm not a fool, you know, love. Mary, what is it? Like I said, I've got eyes and... And you just shivered and looked away. Oh, oh, Mum! Oh, there, there, there. What's it all about, then? I wasn't going, going to tell you. I wasn't going to tell anyone. But, oh, Mum, you and I have been taken in. That vicar Geoffrey, he tried to... He tried to... No, you can't mean what you're saying. No, he didn't actually. I wouldn't let him. But he tried, Mum. That was the awful thing. And right in front of the altar in church, oh, too. Oh, my own little daughter. It's a disgrace. I'll never set foot inside that church again. Not while he's still in Castlewick. Now, you listen here, young lady. You've got nothing to worry about. I'm glad you've told me, because now there's two of us. But I really don't think you'd better tell your father. He'd probably go round to the vicarage with one of those knives he finished the place with. He's that proud of his little girl. What are you going to do, Mum? We'll see. Oh, I've seen that look in your eye before. Mum, don't make a fuss. I don't want the whole town talking about me. Don't you worry, love. I know what I'm going to do and you won't be involved in the slightest. Just you leave it to me. getting along without you. I did want just a quick word. It so happens that I was free for an hour, so I nipped down the high street for some rose-hip tea. How fortunate we met. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We had a parents' evening last Tuesday, and nobody arrived to represent your eldest, Alistair. No, well, oh, sorry, Miss Peggs. I was out that evening with the vicar. Indeed? Yeah, I'll call in after school one day and see the form teacher. If the form teacher is prepared to stay late. She's already given up one evening on your behalf. Surely your husband could have come along instead. Oh, I wouldn't know about him. Well, no, I do understand it can't be easy. 
Especially if he's no longer alive. Oh, what makes you think he might be then, Miss Peggs? Oh, I may have hold of the wrong end of the stick. Something the vicar was saying to something, somebody recently. Uh, oh, yes, that's right. I remember now. Heart attack. Or lost at sea, maybe. Oh, was it? I don't know. Uh, Miss Peggs, what are you trying Simply, to... my dear Mrs. Perry, that one of your children is entrusted to my care. And I feel I am entitled to be kept informed of any changes in his domestic circumstances. I'm sure I don't know what you Do mean at all. not, indeed. Uh, look, uh, you'll have to excuse me. I'm late already. Goodbye. Nice talking to you. Good day to you, Mrs. Perry. And very illuminating to have talked to you as well. Give up my nice little family grocers and come in with your cranky health food project. The thing is, John, we don't want to be rivals now, do we? That's exactly what we will be. Competing for the same trade. Look, can't we come to some sort of compromise, Mr. Goff? For instance, you... Mrs. Halstead, let me make myself quite clear. I don't approve of health foods, never have. And I've been giving my customers good service since I was a teenager helping me old dad. But we're not suggesting that you should change that, John. Everyone admires the way you run this business. But just work in cooperation with us. Keep it nice and friendly. We just offer something a bit extra. No need. This town's quite satisfied with what I provide. But that's not true. You never have some of the things I want, Mr. Goff. I have to go into Sternbridge for them. And I often meet some of my neighbours doing the same thing. Rubbish! They come all coming here for the important things. Yes, but that's hit the nail on the head, John. It's just a question. Now, let's get this straight, you two. You open your health emporium near my shop, and you've got a war on your hands. You're worrying too much, Geoffrey. I'm not, Rose. Mary Tankett is a spirited girl, and the parents have a lot of influence in the town. If they should get a hear of it, Lord knows what'll happen. But you didn't do anything wrong, love. You were just trying to comfort her as any vicar would do. Well, that's as maybe, but it may not look like that to outsiders. I can just hear Dorothy Peggs. Comfort. Such an elastic term, don't you think? Oh, Jerry, you are a one. You know, it's a pity we can't get married. Soon stop any rumours. Come out into the open like. I'm not at all sure that wouldn't fan the flames. Vicar marrying his housekeeper and taking on her children. And the youngest one And anyway, it. until we can persuade your husband to give you a divorce, marriage is out of the question. I suppose so. You're usually right. Tell you what, though. Suppose you make me your assistant in church. Something that shows you've got real confidence in me. A reader or something. Reader? Don't be silly, Rose. You have to train for years for that. Don't you see what you mean? Wait a minute. Yes, you could be a sacristan. What's that? Oh, a sort of verger-come-caretaker. Since Dorothy Peggs flounced out in a huff, that job's been spared for 18 months. Yes, that's just right. I'll appoint you my sacristan. And I just thought that now I'm a governor of the school, we should have a little chat now and again. Oh, don't let's talk about the school now, Major. I'm much too distressed about other things. Oh, dear. Oh, you mean getting so close to that murderer chappie in Sternbridge? Goodness me, no. Your wife and I never actually met Mr. Bloomfield. 
He'd been transported off to a nice, quiet little cell the day before. No, I think I've already written off that little episode in my own mind. They're not going to sell that site to me. Since finding all those Roman bits and pieces, which is absolutely galling, but at least it means that Clive Blades can't have it either. So I suppose that's some sort of compensation. I'm sorry to say so to you, Major, since I'm well aware that you are associated with his little enterprise, but I'm afraid I'm absolutely delighted. My Heritage Centre can wait. We'll get there one day. And it's not the building. It's the spirit which really matters. Don't you agree? I suppose so. Uh, so what's biting you apart from that? Major, you're exactly the person to know this. I mean, we're both on the PCC. And you and the vicar are both fellow governors of my school. Oh, I haven't the faintest idea what you're driving uh, at, Dorothy. But of course you haven't. You men are so myopic. The vicar living in sin with his housekeeper. Holy smoke! Wrong, Major. Very unholy smoke, I'm afraid. And not without fire either, I'm very much afraid. Oh, I can't believe it. Do you mean that the vicar... Oh, no, Dorothy, that, that, that's quite impossible. Is it? This is the 1990s, you know, Major. Even royalty tamper with the marriage vows nowadays. True. I, I must be getting old, or behind the times. I mean, Ella and I would never even dream of... And, and certainly I hope my little Ruth would... However, that is not what's giving me the vapours at present. Oh, really? Well, what is giving you the... Oh, dear me, what a quaint way of putting it. His mistress. Yes, Perhaps the time has come to mince words no longer. His mistress has just been appointed to fill the vacancy for sacristan in the church. Sacristan? Oh, yes. Oh, you mean verger. Well, I, I always call them vergers. Verger, caretaker, dog's body. What does it matter? But in view of the circumstances, quite unsuitable at the present juncture. Well, Dorothy, if you're right, and I've no doubt that you are right, in fact, you're not often wrong. Now, if, as I say, you are... Major, you are a delightful man, but you will dither. There's the phone. Give the vicar a ring and ask him. What do you mean? If Rose, whatever her name is, is his mistress? Oh, no, 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 no. Ask him straight out as a member of the PCC, whether or not he has appointed Rose Perry to be his sacristan. All right, I will. Uh, what's the number? On the pad, beside the phone. All oh, right. Good day to you. Uh, this is Major Peacock. Is the vicar there? Oh, no. Sorry, Major oh, Long. Me. But he's booked out to take communion to a couple of crops on Everton Road. Can I help you? Uh, no, thank you, Rose. I can easily phone back later. You sure, love? Oh. After all, I am his sacrifice. 
him, but what you can tell me, eh? Um, no, thank you, Rose. I'll, um, I'll ring again. Well, I'm dashed. Do you, do you know what she just said to me? I heard clearly. That woman shouts. Lord knows why she uses a phone. Just opening a window would do. I can't get over it. You know, Dorothy, I must discuss this over with my wife. But I suspect we may have a clear case for applying to the bishop. Ah, now you're talking, Major. Major.